Hi, and welcome to the GMC podcast, the place where you can listen to the weekly word from God and find other highlights from the team at GMC, Gillespie Memorial Church in Dunfermline, Scotland. This podcast brings you the Advent and Christmas 2021 series, Through the Eyes of, as we consider each week part of the story around the coming of God Emmanuel into our world. Each week, we will consider a different character from the Gospels of Matthew or Luke, and we hope bring alive the Christmas story. But before the message, let's come to the Lord in prayer. Father God, you send your wondrous angels to this fractured earth. They are your messengers who serve you. They are sent by you to help those who are to receive salvation, and they shine with your redeeming light. Long ago, their heavenly glory frightened the humble shepherds that night on the hillside, and yet they brought good news of a child born in a manger, born to bridge the gap between us and you, born to save all who will hear, receive, and believe. Let us be like those shepherds and run quickly to meet you, to see your face in the face of others. Like the angels of Bethlehem, help us, O Lord, to tell the whole world of your presence. You are real. You are relevant. You are with us. Let us create peace amongst people and work for justice amongst nations. Show us how to help our neighbor, whoever they may be, and help us to be non-judgmental. Remind us that we are not to be afraid of change, as you know the plans that you have for us, and these plans will not harm us. Give us Christ-filled courage to enable us to boldly step out in faith and spread the good news. With Jesus, the infant Christ, help us, O Lord, to cherish the hope that is born at Advent, to hear the calling of your people, to nurture the seeds of your kingdom, and through our actions to be messengers of your love in building communities of service and prayer, wherever that may be. In a year that has seen the continuation and mutation of COVID, countries failing the climate change challenge yet again, the return of the Taliban to Afghanistan, ongoing poverty, child starvation and cruelty, homelessness, rising addictions, an upturn in mental health issues, the continued persecution of our Christian brothers and sisters around the world, natural disasters such as the recent tornado in Kentucky, and the seemingly never-ending man's inhumanity to man. It is easy to forget that you do still send your angels to us, that they are everywhere, and they are sending peace and love and joy and hope. May we accept and share these gifts from them, not just at Christmas, but at all year long, with everyone we meet. We ask this in your name. Amen.
following the time of prayer, I hope your heart has been stilled and prepared for God's word to reach you where you are. If anything you hear in today's word from God or the sermon challenges you, may be raising questions and you want to know more about how we can support you in your faith or indeed with questions about faith. Or maybe you'd like to support GMC financially in our ministry for the kingdom. Then whatever it is, please contact us through our website, gillespiechurch.org. Now over to our preacher. Angels. I'm talking about angels this morning. Um, Proving to be a bit more difficult in preparation. There's a lot in the Bible, would you believe, about angels. Um, And... I'm going to speak for 10 minutes about it. Um, I'm going to try my best to anyway. Um, Why don't we read the uh, text for this morning, which is Luke 2, um, verse 8 to 14, the shepherds and the angels. Verse 8, and in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Saviour, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you, and you will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. Real people, real time, real history, announcing the entrance of our Savior. No fairy tale, just sober history. The story of Jesus' birth is many times read, many times heard, Um, And the focus very much on that our saviour, our king, comes into the world, not announced as a king by the world, but as a lowly baby in a manger. This this passage, sorry, this morning gives mention to various people, um, but one area we don't spend much time on generally um, when preaching and teaching is this area of heavenly beings. Um, and the angels, which is what I shall be attempting to unpack a little bit today in the next kind of 10 minutes. Billy Graham said that in any, any given library or bookstore in the United States of America, you will find books on demons, but you'll, be, you'll find it more difficult to find books on angels. And I'm unsure as to why that's the case, because the Bible, as I said, is full of um, angelic encounters, descriptions, but honestly, like I say, this 10-minute sermon is, is not going to do it justice. It's only really going to scratch the surface. Um, but before I proceed into explaining a bit about angels, I want to stay with this morning's text a little longer um, because there's an angelic dialogue in this passage and something strange is said by an angel. The angel says, fear not. Fear not. And I find this strange because what we could see, f- because what we could be, so what could we be so fearful about with angels? When you think of angels, what is your natural thought? What pops into your head when you think of an angel? 
these wings, thank you Tom for pointing them out, these wings, um, these are quite small wings, aren't they? They look quite small to me. Um, maybe it's, yeah, human beings with tiny little wings, maybe it's a baby with even smaller wings, um, who, a baby who transports around trying to help people fall in love with bone arrows. Maybe that's the kind of angel that you think of. Um, but why do they fear in this passage? Why do the people fear when they see the angel? Is it that fear is a natural reaction to an angelic encounter because these heavenly beings are unlike anything that human beings could imagine? We read that an angel of the, of the Lord appeared to them and they were filled with great fear. The King James translation says that they were sore afraid. I've never heard that before. Maybe I should read my King James a bit more. Sore afraid. That sounds pretty scary. Pretty afraid. The NIV translation says that they were terrified. Great fear, sore afraid, terrified. This is not a blissful encounter. As maybe the movies would tell us when we encounter an angel. Abraham, Moses, Joshua, Jeremiah, Daniel, Zechariah, Mary, the shepherds, Peter, Paul, John, all encountered an angel or an angel of the Lord, and they were all filled with fear. And so my question this morning is, why were they filled with fear? Once we begin to understand who the angels are, we begin to understand why people were afraid. And so it's imperative that we understand from a biblical perspective what angels are and the reasons for them. I want to share with you this morning six points that describe the roles and the work of angels. Um, and as I said, you know, I could go, we could go for months and months on this and go really deep um, on angels and the, and the spiritual beings, the heavenly beings, um, but this will only scratch the surface. So the angels, what are they? The angels are created heavenly beings. They're created. They weren't just there with God. Um, in the beginning, they weren't just there. God created human beings as he created angels. So the angels are created beings. They haven't always existed like um, you and I. They are the, the same as us in the sense that they've been created. In Colossians chapter 1, Paul tells us that God created all things, visible and invisible. And angels are as much part of God's artistry as you and I are. Point two, they have a specific type, angels. A specific role. Scripture explains throughout that there are three categories for angels. The first being cherubim. Their job is to guard the Garden of Eden. And often if you Google cherubim, you'll maybe get a nice picture of the Garden of Eden and these little cherubs, little baby cherubs with the wings guarding the Garden of Eden. Um, I'm thinking maybe they need something a bit more stronger than that to guard the Garden of Eden. Possibly. Um, but in Genesis 3, that's set out for us, that they guard the Garden of Eden. These cherubim do not have little baby bodies and tiny, cute little wings as today's society may have you believe. Biblical cherubim are unlike any real object in nature. Ezekiel's vision grants us an opportunity, an opportunity to try and imagine what these heavenly beings look like. You can go to Ezekiel um, chapter 1, verse 5 onwards for your own reference. But he described them as having the body of a man. I'm going to take this slow, with four faces and four wings. 
straight legs, but with feet of a calf. They had human hands under their wings. Still with me? Each of the cherubim had four faces, one of a man, another side of an ox, another side of a lion, and another side of an eagle. That's your cherubim. Seraphim appear in the book of Isaiah in chapter 6, and we get a short description. They have faces. They have six wings. Two wings covered their faces. Two wings covered their feet. And two they used to fly. And they fly, calling to one another, seraphim to seraphim. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. The last angelic um, category around God's throne are what's described as living creatures. Um, and they're spoken again in Ezekiel 1. And what these are, um, sorry, in Ezekiel 1 and Revelation 4. And these are um, continually worshipping God without ceasing. And they're described as a lion, an ox, a man, and an eagle again. There's quite a lot going on around the throne of God in the heavenly realms. But maybe as we're hearing this, maybe we're imagining what that looks like a little bit differently. These are the diverse types of angels, and they are out, put into categories, sorry, because there is a hierarchy of angels. And in Jude 2, sorry, Jude 9 alludes to this when Michael is called an archangel. So they're created, and they have specific types. Number three, angels are powerful, but they're not to be worshipped. Um, as, interest, as interesting as this is, and as real as they are, the very chair you sit on this morning, we are warned in Revelation 19.10, when John is met by an angel, that we should not worship angels, only God. 2 Peter 2 tells us angels are stronger and more powerful than us. And so during our earthly lives, they stand above us. We are lower than angels, as set out in Hebrews 2, verse 7. But when Jesus returns, followers of Christ will be raised higher than them. Paul asks the question in 1 Corinthians 6, verse 3, do you not know that we will judge angels? Point four, there are many in number. We don't know how many angels there are, but there are many. And often throughout Scripture, we, at different points when we hear about them, it's the thousands and the thousands and the thousands. And what it alludes to is that there's no point counting them, there's that many. There are so many angels. Point five, the angels carry out many of God's plans, frequently bringing God's message to people in the Old Testament and the New Testament. They conduct some of God's judgment, as seen in Israel when a plague was brought upon them in 2 Samuel, or striking King Herod dead because he did not give God glory. Heard in Acts 12. In Matthew and Luke and Thessalonians, we read that when Christ returns, a great army of angels will return with him, and an archangel will announce his coming. Angels patrol the earth, and they conduct war against demonic forces. 
Do you know that there is a supernatural realm? That even right now as we sit here, there's a supernatural realm and there's a battle going on. We must have faith to believe that because God's words declares it. And lastly, my last point of the six. Angels not to be worshipped or imitated because it's Christ we should imitate. But the biblical description of angels is an example for us in that they show us what perfect obedience looks like. Jesus prays, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And in heaven, God's will is done by angels. Immediately, joyfully, and without question. The angels delight in being God's humble servants. They delight in being his servants. And our desire and prayer should be that we would do the same. And so just as I finish off, the story of Jesus' birth, Luke 2, real people, real time, real history. Let me ask a question of you this morning, brothers and sisters. The angels know who they are. They're assured of their identity as servants of Christ, and they delight in that identity. Do you delight in your identity? This morning, do you delight in your identity as a servant of Christ? Do you seek God's will immediately? Do you seek God's will joyfully in your everyday situations? And yes, that may be challenging as our will fights against our sinful nature. But please believe we are all called as believers to that place of desire for God's will to be done. God, thank you for your word, for your creation, for your angels. And God, if our desire is not to seek your ways, would you challenge us and call us higher? Thank you, God, that you call us into servanthood and that our, our identity is firmly in Christ, your Son. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to our Sunday podcast today from GMC in Dunfermline, Scotland. For more details about who we are, what we believe and how we serve, visit our website at gillespiechurch.org or find us on Facebook and YouTube. All inquiries can be made through the Contact Us page of our website or by calling the office. If you'd like to support our work with a few quid, then offerings can be made through the Support Us with Stewardship icon on the homepage of the website. This has been a production from GMC, including the pastors and tech team. All copyright remains with the producers. Today's episode was edited by Jack Wiggle, and the contributing music is Up to the Mood from Low Tree. Thanks for listening, and God bless. Thank you.